All right, it's been far too long. Apologies on behalf of the Boobs and Gags production team. We've been busy. We've had things to do. We've neglected you guys, but we're back, sort of. Uh, it's not Boobs and Gags today, but it's Boobs and Trots. Subbing in. Arguably better, um, but we don't need to get into that. We'll, we'll let the show speak for itself, but most importantly, it is great to be back. Goes out to every single student at UMass Amherst. I see y'all. Jam. It's about time I really started putting on for my school. I'm Paul Markham, by the way. <laughs> okay, welcome to the zoo where we drink beer. Getting messed up, but we still think clear. It's where all the parties popping in. All the girls are pretty with 25,000 kids on campus in the city. Fellas, get your best wingman. Make a tandem. Go and throw your hands. All right, we're back. Paul Markham is back. We're all back. We're here to play. Been a quarter of the way through the season, and a lot has happened. I can't believe we've gone this long without a podcast. I really do feel bad about it. But one thing I don't feel bad about is my team still being good. Nothing changes. The more things change, the more things stay the same. Paul? Yeah, so this that would be valid if you were sitting with maybe uh, Dave, who's not undefeated still. Um, it's been it's really been an honor, and I'm, I think I'm speaking on behalf of all the boys that live at Butterfield. Um, of course, we disown Lowry and Drew's out. Uh, with Where's the ba- Drew? With the with the Bears in California. Um, Bald. But yeah, it's there's three of us that are four and zero, and really couldn't be more proud. Uh, I'd also like to point out that I guess I know that I'll, I'll never be uh, gags, but I was told that he's on the IR for he's on the eight week IR so he can come back. He has like he has a runny nose tonight or something. He's uh, physically unable to play. Yeah. So we're going to send him a box of tissues and kind of our, our best as well. So let's see. When was the last time we did this? It was right before. No, it was after the draft before the season started. So a lot's happened since then. I've seen most of you guys, but I know that you're unemployed right now, right? Yeah, so I'm currently, um, yeah, no job. So I wake up around 10 o'clock and kind of sit bored on my couch all day. It's not fun. So if anyone wants to, like, hang out with me or be my friend or anything. um, Play Sporkle during the day, perhaps? Yeah, anything, really. I played a good one today, actually. I played uh, WNBA teams, Sporkle. Uh, there's 12 WNBA teams. I don't know if you knew that. Nah, I don't care to know. Oh, uh, speaking of WNBA teams, Dave was hanging out with Lisa Leslie this Ooh, weekend. Nice uh, nice segue there. Um, I think a good... Uh, something we need to talk about is the grape video. It's kind of like the shot, shot heard around the world at this point in time. So that's what Jimmy's been up to. Jimmy is losing games left and right. He's 0-4. Uh, I know, what was it, after 0-2, he was like... Hey, the last time I was 0-2, I won the championship. Well, you're 0-4 now, so the season, the regular season's almost a third of the way done, and you haven't won a game yet. And that's about half the amount of... So you're halfway through the amount of grapes you consumed in, in losses. So was I it eight? Did you make it through the whole video? I don't know. It kind of just cut out, but eight, we'll say eight grapes is equivalent to eight losses. Um, but to be fair, to be fair, we're fair guys here. Um, 
Jimmy is probably third or fourth in points four. He's just kind of had a rough, rough go of of the uh, luck. Um, on the same topic, my I know I said it in the group, but my defense is um, it's coaching really, and you, you can't teach it. You can't you can't explain it. It's just I, I coach my guys to play good. Good That's brand of defense. Unheard of. You're about 51 points less allowed than the set team with the second most. So that's pretty significant. But yeah, just going back to Jimmy, like that was that was a painful watch. I was really excited at first. I thought maybe you'd like maybe you'd throw up and it would be kind of funny, but you just looked like you were in a lot of pain. And someone said maybe it was you. The theatrical performance on that was fantastic. Yeah, it, was, it was very well delivered. Um, on the same on the same topic of side bets. Got to hand it to, to Dave again. Uh, he's been great with getting some absurd side bets, most of which, cough, cough, Jimmy's are not things that I ever want to see again. Uh, I've heard that same sentiment from pretty much everyone I've spoken to on the topic. Um, but I think as it stands now, Dave has to go to a bar in Robbie's dog suits, dog suit after drinking 12 Smirnoff's Ice's uh, combined bets that he's made with Lowry and Robbie. So that's definitely a night that um, we want as many league members as possible around to witness because there's there's no way that, that that's a recipe for success in, in any way, shape, or form. Now, I wonder if there are dry cleaners that will clean vomit out of an entire dog suit because there's no way that night ends with anything less than Dave maybe choking on his own vomit like that's why he needs the league there so he yep. can be saved if he starts throwing up inside of a dog suit in a sweaty dog suit in a packed bar in like the middle of we'll call it at Fanny Hall because that's where he'll be yeah so we'll, we'll that'll be uh, what to watch for uh, <laughs> stay tuned Dave's impending death uh, it was nice it was nice AJ has been really riled up the last couple of weeks in the punishment question mark group chat uh, <laughs> three question marks now I'd like to I'd like to kind of say that I've started poking at him and it really got him going uh, but it was nice that he had like a pleasant moment in the chat when he got his calendar <laughs> um, and that was I think that was the first time I've seen him happy in the chat since since draft day so AJ I'm glad you uh, can enjoy all of our handiwork and photography skills. That was great. From, the the pictures the came out great. If you still haven't seen your calendar, reach out to Dave. Make sure you get that thing. It is. It turned out better than I could have expected it to. Yeah. I think it was awesome. Yeah, and there's. I mean, all the holidays that really matter are listed <laughs> there. So it's really like it's a great way to uh, start your day. Strongly suggest um, getting your hands on one if you haven't already. So let's see the rest of uh, rest of the squad. We got Aiden has broken. I think three glasses in their apartment. Yeah. So Aiden is as you would expect, uh, lazy and clumsy. And he's 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 been banned to using just plastic because somehow as a twenty four year old he can't handle using a glass. And he said it. He said it's probably just a cry for help. Uh, as you know, somehow his company is letting him work from Boston for his job in New York on a permanent basis. So it's going well. He's in his house by himself every day, except for when he goes to WeWorks where people actually work, and he's just, like, watching videos. So he's lonely. He's sad. If you guys see him, if you want to send him a text message, say hello, I'm thinking of you, and maybe brighten his day up a little bit. But otherwise, he's just going to resort to breaking everything in Ryan and Dave's apartment. And Ryan is in no shape for that because Ryan also joining Dave on the IR. He's getting surgery on his thumb, I believe, and then also his knee. Uh, a lot of Ryan's ligaments are in 
tough shape. The expression too tall for fun is really... It's, it's striking a chord. At the age of 25, he's now also too old for fun, it sounds like. Yeah, and you, you just you don't root for a guy like that to go down. I mean, you, you don't root for the injury. It's it's too bad, and you hate to see it. So uh, send him a quick recovery, and maybe if AJ uh, finishes up his test a little early, he can get in there and do a couple procedures. That would be great. I mean, right now Ryan reminds me a lot of Derek Rose. You know, so much potential and just – the yeah. knee goes and then the heart goes and then he says he doesn't even want to play anymore and it's just a it's a sad story all around i heard that derrick rose is facing a rape charge have you heard that? I, I haven't heard about that my, my roommate told me that last night i guess derrick rose is currently under investigation for some sort of rape charge so uh if it's not it's not the injuries that gets him it's his um lack of consent so uh, lots of lessons to be learned there. So I'm looking into it, and it looks like the jury selection is about to start in the rape lawsuit. But don't worry, because Derek Rose says he didn't do anything wrong. So I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I mean, why would why would he ever lie about that? Um, so yeah, he's probably another class act. So that's Jimmy. That's we got Robbie in school. Robbie, oh, Robbie. You, you dirty dog. You done it again with the reactions to iMessages. I think that's. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. Even once you updated your phone, the first three reactions you had weren't right, but you said you had it. And then you finally figured it out. So now you can love posts, you can like posts, you can ha-ha posts, and uh, you don't have to have typos in your reactions anymore, which is great. And two, two more notes on Aiden. Um, Ryan gave him the name Dan, um, and I've kind of, I really like that, and I've expounded upon it to call him Danny or any Dandelion, Dank Bank, anything along those lines. Um, and Aiden just, it means a lot to him because he's never really had friends before. So to have like a nickname, that's something completely foreign to him. So he feels like people actually like him. Um, we haven't told him that's not the case yet, but it's, it's been a real good run for him. He's been pretty happy. Yeah. I don't think he knows that Danny Cannell is like one of the most disliked ESPN guys on the network. So calling him Danny for Danny Cannell isn't a compliment. Um, on a, on a, a bit of a more somber note, Lowry is currently in the middle of that hurricane that's hitting Florida. Is hurricane? he? Oh yeah, I knew he was in Florida. Is yeah. it hurricane Matt? Uh, Starts with an M. Matthew, Mateo. Um, so yeah, he's down there for, for training right now and, um, they haven't really decided what's going on, but he's going to get hit by a hurricane. Where um, is it in Florida? He's in Orlando, which isn't like, it's not on oh, the coast, but it's like also not where you want to be. So, uh, if this is your last pod, you get to hear, um, you know, oh, I, I I'm think, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we're sorry. First of all. And second of all, I'm happy that, so another, another piece of news, uh, Lowry's got addicted to sports betting, um. And I don't think that surprises anyone because Larry like really likes stuff irrationally once he starts doing it. But he's actually won a couple of bets, um, and so he's I think word on the street is he wants to pound the Pats for a hundred uh, at Cleveland this weekend in the return of Brady. So that'll that'll be another storyline to watch. He's probably the only one who's thinking that. Yeah, and that's um that's kind of the make Ben poor. Um, Oh, we'll cut that part out. Yeah. Um, so, that, I think that's the league. Are we missing anybody? Um, good. Zucker's been at been around Boston. Oh a lot, yeah, that was a, great. That was a treat, Zucker. It was a real treat having you out last weekend. But I'm pretty sure he confirmed one of the last couple weekends that he doesn't listen to the podcast. So that'll fall on deaf ears. Zucker, real treat. Uh, good to see you. 
And then yeah, I mean we're we're missing yeah. some guys, but maybe yeah, if we'll, you guys we'll may get to, we'll get to you later in the show. We're not <laughs> we're not forgetting you. Otherwise, come out to Boston. You know, we had uh, half the league out last Saturday. It was, it was good stuff. So, good stuff. So speaking of the league, let's get into some league business. Let's see how we're all doing. We are four games in. Pete made the right decision. He took Antonio Brown, which has significantly helped his team. The rest of the guys, not so bad either. Now he's got, people forget, he's got Tom Brady coming back this week. So he had been playing the first few weeks with Matt Ryan, who was off to a great start. Might even wind up being better than... I didn't even realize Brady. Pete had Brady coming back, too. No, you should have realized that because Pete always has Tom Brady. Okay, you're right. That's on me. <laughs> but Antonio Brown, and see, the rest of his guys, he's just, like, skirting by. So getting Brady back is helpful. I'm looking at his team. He's got the best fantasy player in Antonio Brown. He's got a great quarterback in Tom Brady. Frank Gore's been doing pretty well for himself. I like Gore. I don't know how much I trust Matt Jones still. He's starting Tyrell Williams, it looks like, because Alan Hearns is on a bye this week. Zach Ertz is shit. So, and the Panthers' defense, uh, maybe not as good as we thought. So, I, I'm looking for Pete to fade down the stretch, but his 4-0 start should be good enough to get him into the playoffs. Because he's also he's in first place with points uh, amongst the 4-0 teams as well. So good for you, Pete. This is a nice rebound year for you. And your companion on the other end of the spectrum, Jimmy, who won last year, is, as we said before, in second to last place. There's only two 0-4 teams. One of them is the perennial Clay Matthews band. And you have 110 more points than him, so I don't think you're in too bad of shape yet. But if AJ wins a game this week, which he could. Bones, do one thing and do it well, and that's holding down the bottom of the standings. You're you really proving yourself so far this year, and uh, we're wishing you the best of luck in that position going forward. Uh, we do need to still decide the punishment. We do. So one of the things I was thinking, not for this year, but next year, going into the weekend, everybody thinks of their number one punishment idea, submits it that weekend on the whatever last-minute thing we do is, and we look at all the ideas, and we all vote for whichever one's best, so that way we have it decided. So the onus is on all the league members in the future rather than us. Because right now... It's just getting unfair at this point because it's it turning into, like, <laughs> what do you want to see AJ do? And, you know, that it just makes it so much easier to decide. Um, so we, we do need to really decide that have soon. You, have you seen uh, Meatball's avatar for his... For his uh, team. No, what? It's is it not Martavius Bryant? It's not Martavius wow. Bryant anymore. Yeah, I just noticed this as I look at his yeah, team. Right here, it's, it's low near. It's gonna be exciting. But we'll talk about this. Meatball right now. No kicker on the squad. Very nice. Um, what is that? It's Newton's second law of motion, which is an elephant. It's it's inertia is the actual law. I think it's. I think oh I think he's trying to play at the momentum because he's four and zero so he's saying once you got the elephant rolling you can't get it to stop that's that's my best guess um, big physics guy here um, big Newton guy as well so that's all I really have other than that it could be like meatball like smelling <coughs> elephant farts or something but I don't know, I'll leave that to, he's to you to decide. planning on starting as of now Derek Carr or Derek Anderson this weekend. Now, Derek Anderson, known for his Browns fame, has not seen the light of the field since last week, but has not started a game, I think, since, uh, we'll call it 2012. No one's going to fact-check me on that, so we're going to stick with 2012. It's definitely like 2015 or 2014, but that's right. 
That would be interesting. I think Meatball's also headed downhill. Cam Newton cannot sustain yeah, the hits he, he's been taking. He's been hit more than anyone in the league. I, I saw he. I think he's been hit 48 times, which is just absurd. And that's. Um, I feel. I kind of feel the same way about Carson Wentz. And I've been saying both of them like they're just due to get hurt. And uh, well, Wentz is one of the knocks on Wentz coming into the season is that he's a fragile guy and that people didn't think he could stay healthy. So once he starts taking these shots, I agree with you. He's, he's he's played well. Like I'll I'll get I'll hand it to you, Lowry. Um, I actually saw power rankings today that had the Eagles ahead of, ahead of the Patriots, which is preposterous. Wow. But I, I think I I hate to say it, but I think Wentz is going to get hurt because he's just getting hit way too much. Yeah. So Cam and Cam has played the Broncos and Vikings, which are two of the best defenses. So he was bound to take some shots early, but he's making it worse for himself. That concussion he took was when he ran into the goal line, like kind of stopped. Like he On was two point conversion. Like there's no need for it. No need for it. Was it. It's kind of like Jacoby Brissett, like running up the middle of the field and trying to truck stick a linebacker five yards away from the first down line and just dropping the ball. It's uh, so <laughs> that that was a great film. Well, that was I said it on Sunday when you're over because we hang out fun fact uh that it looked like exactly like a madden fumble where you're running with the quarterback and you really don't mean to but it's too late so you're just going for the first down and you just as soon as you get hit the ball just flies right out yeah. so i thought that was funny because i'm not a patriots fan but that's meatball's team he's also 4-0 he's looking good but again he's not looking that great and then we got you yeah uh andrew luck third round pick <laughs> i've got a lot of i First Late like, game production. I've gotten um, I've gotten a lot of you know I haven't gotten the apologies I was expecting yet for all the flack I got at the draft for oh Paul your team's so bad wah, wah, wah. Um, yeah so four zero if if you hadn't heard um, the boys are clicking on all cylinders I really I, I actually see a, a big problem coming up I've been I've done such a good job of managing actually that I haven't left many points on the bench but. Uh, when you have so many options, it's, I'm, I'm bound to make a mistake going forward. So, um, if, again, uh, also if people need wide receivers, I have probably two or three on my bench that could start on your team. Um, so, yeah, please please uh, send out any any trade offers. And, AJ, no, I, I don't want um, backup running backs for AJ Green. <laughs> I know he has your name, but it, I, it doesn't interest me. <laughs> Yeah, so as, as we discussed, it's good to be back on top. I'm ahead on everybody on points by about 35, which is almost, I mean, I've got a, about a 10% cushion on the rest of you guys. So that's a lot. 10% is a lot for four games in. So I'm proud of my team. I will admit, this is not my strongest squad in recent years. My starters are really good. My flex goes downhill a little bit, and my bench is real weak. So I think I can survive with it. Roethlisberger and Bell looked incredible last week. Jeremy Hill's better than you all thought he would be, but I know I can't count on him every week. Mike Evans has been very solid. Emmanuel Sanders is solid. Zach Miller's good enough, honestly. And the Broncos' defense and McManus were just treats that you guys left them to me. So I'm pleased about that. I don't think I have the best squad, but I think I've got a good shot. And I wouldn't be surprised if I finished with the most points. Uh, okay, I really like I really like Mitch's team. And I really like Aiden's team. Aiden, Aiden was one of the favorites going into the year. And what's he sitting at right now? His, his team's been really good. He's had a couple of tough matchups. Um, but I really like his team. And I think 
Mitch's team I didn't really like going into the season, but I think he has some he has some guys that can play, and I think he's going to be pretty tough going forward. Well, David Johnson and Julio Jones combination reminds me a little bit of my Brown and Bell combination last year. It's a top running back and a top wide receiver, and anytime you have two of the best at those positions, you're going to compete some weeks because Julio Jones can go and put up 38 points for you, and then all you need is 10 points from the rest of your guys to win a week. And I, I was so, I was very wrong on David Johnson. I I thought he was going to bust this year. I didn't think he was going to be good. And he's what third? He's been the third best running back. So he's uh, he's really surprised me. And I we'll we'll see how that continues to go. I like Kyle Rudolph too, and oh Terrell Pryor. By the way, Terrell Pryor. As soon as he went off the first game, I'm like, I am going to bid like 40 dollars on this guy, and he was already on Mitch's team. Yeah, Terrell play every position prior, that is. I, I, that game where he played, he took snaps under center, he played. A, he took a snap at safety. He Did threw, he play safety? Yeah, he took a snap at safety. Wow. He took a couple of, like, regular, um, like, snaps under center as a quarterback, and then he ran the ball and had probably 80 uh, receiving yards. Uh, it's really impressive. He's, he's one of my, he was on one of my teams two years ago, and, I don't know. You got to. Probably, probably wasn't it. as good then. You got to hand it to a guy that can kind of adapt to fit in the league the way uh, Tim Tebow's getting his his yips in on the baseball field. Speaking of baseball, we're watching as the uh, the national anthem is being sung for the NL uh, wild card game. We're and, both sitting. Yep, yeah, we are both sitting. But uh, as it's should we stand? It's mostly... I'm going to stand. Yeah, it's it's mostly... Um, We're standing for the anthem. Mostly whites on the field, and they're all standing as well, which you love to see. Baseball uh, Baseball's a real old-school game. I don't see anybody taking a kneel during a baseball game. But they've, they've already started with it in the NBA. I, I was... As I said, I'm unemployed right now, so I have nothing better to do than like watch like first take and all those oh, terrible who shows. Who was it who stood to the left of his team? Yeah, I was just like the NBA players. Like, if you think that the football players are gonna be ridiculous, the NBA players are gonna come up with the most absurd like things to do before games. Now, I once had a the uh, anthem's over. We're taking our seats. I once had the controversial hot take. Uh, I don't know if I publicized it amongst UMass crew, but I know my home friends. Some of them were fairly offended by this take. But I put the bar at illiterate NBA players at 25%. I think 25% of the NBA players in the league, and not talking just stars, like not the people you know at all the press conferences, the people who are like the 6th, 7th, 8th men on teams, everybody. 25% in the league, I think, is 100% illiterate. I, I think 25 is up is a high number but I, I you say that and then start like I said you watch these people like take I guarantee you there's going to be one random controversial action that one player takes he's going to like lie down face first like doing the Superman during the national anthem and they're going to ask him about it after the game and he's not going to speak any English he's going to be American but no English is going to come out of his mouth and there's going to be no logic and that's not listen it could be anybody it doesn't have to be like a certain kind of individual any single NBA player I think the odds are pretty decent that they're going to be illiterate. Yeah. So we might have uh, we might have gone off course a little bit here. Uh, what were we even talking about? I don't know. I think we were talking about... <laughs> we were talking about Mitch's team, right? Oh, no, Robbie's team, Robbie's team. So moving on to Robbie's team and his $100 purchase of Jordan Howard. And I was I was so mad. I saw the group chat, and I, I couldn't figure out what was going on when someone was like, great job. Oh, it was Meatball. It was like, 
great job, Robbie. And I was like, what could he have possibly done? And I like texted Ben. And I was like, what is going on right now? And I, I didn't know because I looked at the recent activity, but I didn't click the link to like expand it, and it didn't show that in like the like eight most recent things. And I really wanted him, and that was that was right in the midst of um, AJ's trade talks with with me. And I not only because I think that he's going to have a good year, and I needed another running back, but I just would have loved to have had um, the starting running back that AJ had on his team, like because Langford got rolled out right after that. So I I would have. Um, not only had like someone I really wanted to, I could have like taken AJ starter, which would have just been something you love to see. Um, but that didn't work out. Uh, he had a great first week. He did. Yeah, he did. He put up 13 points last week. He got a lot of touches. He was pretty productive with those touches. And I think he's going to be solid. The problem is in five or six weeks when it matters, when we're getting to the playoffs, he's not going to have them. But first of all, who knows if Langford re-injures himself. Second of all, the battle's getting to the playoffs. Once you get to the playoffs, if you're a top two team, you only have to win one game to make money. And if you're teams three through six, you just got to win the first game and then one of the next two. So getting to the playoffs is the hard part. That's where the money is. I can respect the move putting $100 down if he thinks it's going to get him there. And with Eric Decker's injury, he kind of needed another threat too. He's going to lose Martellus Bennett's productivity to Gronk a little bit. Bradford's been okay for fantasy with them. Zeke looks awesome. I think Zeke's a great pick. Yeah, Zeke. I, Zeke's. Kind of, I thought he was going to be good, but he's he's shocked me. And he he leads the league in rushing. I saw today, uh, while I sh- should have been working, um, is another thing. Hmm. Oh, and then uh, Larry Fitzgerald, I think, is has been awesome this season. So. Good for Robbie. Hope he makes the playoffs. He's someone you like to see in the playoffs. And, and he was your preseason pick to win it all, too. He, I thought he could surprise some people, so I'd like to see it happen. So we continue to move down here. We got we talked about Aiden. We talked about Mitch. Ben Rubin is my king is a great team name. Good for Lowry. I like that. I respect a man who names his team after someone else. Dave, how's Dave's squad looking this year? Is he going to squeak into the playoffs again? Dave has been so average over the years and has made the playoffs way more often than he should have. Yeah, one and three. That's a perfect Dave start to get the sixth spot in the playoffs. Also, I don't know how well he's managing his lineup right now. He's got two guys on IR on his bench. The whole Kevin White thing, how he had to keep Kevin White, and Kevin White went back on the IR today. So maybe it's time to cut ties, Dave. And Kevin White's actually projected for negative zero this week. (laughs) Not even zero. I think that's just ESPN trying to, like, rub it in your face. Um, Yeah, so Dave has has one person out and two on IR on his bench. Um, And then three people on buys. So you don't want to be playing Dave's bench this week. He is projected for a tough week. Ah, Dave. Power through. Power through. Ryan... Of course, his one win came against me, 108 points that week, but what are you going to do? The uh, aptly named Jared Zucker. Not good. Which brings me to a mini segment. Uh, is Jared Zucker good this year? Uh, no, he's not. He's not good. He's not good. Okay, well, we'll check back in next year for yeah. the Jared Zucker update. But it was thanks for trying this year. And, yeah, we talked about Jimmy's team. We talked about AJ's team a bit. Is AJ Is he going to finish last? Uh, yes, he, he will. 
So definitively, that's your pick to lose the league right now. Yeah, I don't. AJ. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I think. I think Jimmy's gonna win at least as many games as AJ does, and the points are already so far between them that AJ's kind of screwed on that end. His team, yeah, his team's not good. He's got a bad team. Dez being hurt is not doing him any favors, but he's he's got a bad team. Zucker could see it's tough because Zucker's not really all that much better. Yeah, it's gonna. It's. I mean, it might be a three horse race. I think it could be AJ and Zucker down to the uh, to the stretch to see who gets last. You know what's killing Nick right now? We haven't mentioned Nick a lot. I mean, Nick's been getting production out of Demarius Thomas. He's been getting production out of CJ Anderson. So his Broncos are doing well enough for him. Starting Brock Osweiler is a disaster. That's not something you want to do on a fantasy football team. Carlos Hyde has been pretty good. Hopkins. Hopkins is worse than his two running backs. Worse than Demarius Thomas. Half as many points as Isaiah Crowell. Who would have thought four weeks into the season Isaiah Crowell has twice as many points as DeAndre Hopkins? So that's where Nick's faltering a little bit. So Nick's got enough talent on this team that I don't see any way he winds up losing. So yeah, I think... I think we should figure out this punishment and uh, kind of gear it has, towards AJ. He has the uh, rehab Josh Gordon, too, which is that's just – he's a good locker room guy to have on the team. Uh, Nick's trying to show the rest of his team what can happen if you fuck up in life, and yes. he's keeping Josh Gordon on his bench just for that reason. It's a, it's a, it's a statement player, really. Um, kind, of, kind of the same way that Aiden had uh, Marshawn Lynch on his bench for the first four weeks. He finally parted ways with him this morning, I saw. Um <laughs> So hopefully this week they name that Marshawn Lynch is coming back uh, just to spite Danny Boy there. All right, so let's look at the matchups this week. We got our loser bowl. We have Clay Matthews band against Ryan Miller. So look for Ryan to win this one because, as we just said, AJ's probably not going to win a game this season. So Oh, and I forgot my, my bet to fly everyone down to Antigua is officially safe. Um, <laughs> what was the bet? I, that was made in the group chat when AJ and I were going back at it. I said AJ, I said AJ was saying that he was like gonna get hot, and I said that if he won out, <coughs> that I would fly everyone in the league down to Antigua to party with them. Pronunciation on that is what? Antigua, in Barbuda, uh, I'm pretty sure, and yeah, that lasted one week. So would have loved to have ha- make that happen, but um, yeah, AJ's team is just incompetent. So AJ will either be. One and four or zero oh and five. Ryan will either be two and three or one and four. So, they both kind of need this game to have any shot at the playoffs. I would say if Ryan falls to one and four, he's got like some hope, but it's more just demoralizing than anything else. We've got another loser bowl between Zucker and Dave. Actually, this this week could really split the league up into a top half and a bottom half. Not a lot of parity like we've had in the past. Yeah, because I, I remember last year we had I think ten teams at like five and five going into the playoff push this year there's only going to be about eight teams with a shot at the playoffs about four or five weeks ago is is a lot different i think pretty much every year we've had 10 teams in the race or so um so we'll see so that's another tough matchup there they're both projected low 80s low 70s you're playing nick so yeah you can you can send nick right to one and four as well and you're projected to beat him somewhat handled. It says you're favored by 13 points, but your projected total is 15 higher than his. So, 
That's math. That's, that's that was ESPN. our math segment. <laughs> and that's math. Yeah, so. After ESPN calculates, calculates a negative zero score for one of Dave's guys, it calculates a 13-point line for a 15-point margin. Yeah, 93 minus 78 is 13. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a betting man, you probably want to lay the points on that one. Yeah. Then we have Lowry. Oh, so that could be a good matchup. Lowry and Pete. It's not supposed to be close. I think Lowry's got a few guys on bye. But Lowry's team is okay. Lowry's bye? <laughs> Oh, sorry. I see what you did there. So I don't. I think I'm gonna root for Ben Rubin as my king. This could bring good luck to him. That name change, by the way. But although it never worked for Aiden, Aiden still has his uh, team initials as Ben. With In fact, his team name is Boston Bagel Makers. Really, <laughs> kind of getting at your hosts tonight. Um, wow. Not working though. No, it hasn't worked for you. Uh, remember that time you lost to me in the championship? Yeah, that was. I think that was when you finally changed your name from the Rubenites. But, <laughs> but you might want to change those initials too soon. But yeah, I'm rooting for Lowry this week. Uh, and then we have... so I, I think Jimmy's going to be Meatball this week. So Meatball's squad sucks this week. This is if, Jimmy, if you can't get a win this week, I don't know when you're going to do it. And this is coming from someone last year who around week 10 said that you had a... Besides your quarterback situation, which came back to bite me in the ass, I said you had a pretty good shot at going far. I just didn't think your quarterbacks could do it. So I, I'd say I'm a pretty good evaluator of talent. I think your team is good, but if you can't win against Derek Anderson, Alfred Morris, Eric Ebron, you're not going to win anything. Maybe a few games, but not the championship. Definitely no playoffs if you're 0-5. 0-5, I think, pretty much eliminates you from the playoffs because you would have to go – You'd well, have to seven and six usually gets you. Seven and six usually gets you in seed. Seven and six usually a tie for the last spot. Yeah, so you'd have to go seven and one the rest of the way yeah. if you lose. All this and week. five is a hole. It's a hole, but I'm rooting for Meatball to go down. And then we got Mitch and Robbie, two guy, two former uh, what a, Lincoln Nav guys. Yeah, guys. Maybe, maybe you guys can. Yeah. Rooting for both of you. I hope you both win. I hope it's a tie. Tie. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a tie matchup. And then me versus Aiden. I'm really looking to put a dent in Aiden's dreams. Two and three is tough for him. He'll make the playoffs. I'm not worried Aiden making the playoffs. So I'm going for the win. I'd like to move back into first place. The bye is huge. People really underestimate how important the bye is in our league for making money and winning the championship, or at least finishing third place. So I'm going for the win. So Aiden. third place gets money? Third place gets money. I don't know if – did we ever – we, we can make an offline post about that. I'm sure we have what the payouts are somewhere. But I don't know if all our iTunes listeners, especially our random guy in Kenya every week, needs to... Yeah, he, we don't even, he doesn't need to know how much uh, how high our stakes are here. So that's, that's pretty much where we are right now with the league. Let's, let's go into some segments. Let's switch it up a little bit. The first thing is, uh, and we'll knock this off a part of my take. We're not ashamed to admit that. Uh, power rankings. So... We are going to power rank the four people you like to beat the most in our league. Paul, why don't you start? Okay. Um, I think this is kind of a – this is something that, that changes for me a lot. Um, so I'm going to go right now. So it's a dynamic thing. So, like, last year after the four-set trade, Mitch was definitely number one on there. Uh, now he's not even on the, on the rankings. Um, AJ, number one. No, no doubt about it. Um, <coughs> Have you guys played this year? 
I I don't. You, you, should, you should know who you beat. I should know that. Um, I don't believe I've played him, um, and if I haven't, it's another free win. So I look forward to that. Um, other people I like to beat um, Ben, just because he's his name's on the trophy more times than it, I care to look at. Me Ben or Ben the initials for Aiden no. or Jimmy Ben Jimin. Um, well, that's a good segue into my third one is probably Jimmy Benjamin for the same same reason. Um, winning tradition, you, you love you love to knock down the champion. Um, and then I think just kind of as a um, you know, just give the people what they want. Pick Lowry. Like everyone loves to see Lowry lose. Uh, so that's my top four. That's a good top four. So I would say my top four. It's got to be first and foremost Jimmy at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's... Because it's, it's a rivalry. That might be our biggest rivalry. You know, it's like Broncos-Patriots. Whenever I have the home turf, I'm going to win. People know that. He's won more. But is he really better? Probably not. Historically, no. Uh, over the last 32 years, no. Uh, over the last 24 or 5 years of our lives, probably not. Um, so Jimmy's first. Aiden's definitely second, so I'm really looking forward to knocking him down this week. Aiden and I have our own natural Jewish rivalry, uh, developed way back when. Oh, happy New Year's. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy Baruch New Year. That's not how it goes. Okay. So, Aiden and Jimmy are, like, the clear top two for me. The next two I have to really start to think. i probably like to beat Dave just because it's, like, a commissioner thing. You know, like, the commissioner's cup, we call it. Uh, we've never called that before, but we might start calling it that. Don't look into that. <laughs> and... See, last is tough. There's really only three people I like beating. Everybody else I just beat passively. I, I don't even care about beating them. I just, like, do it anyway. So, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll just throw Lowry in there because when he makes these confident bets. So he wanted to bet me that the loser of our matchup had to go into a bar wearing a bra over their shirt. And I just responded with no. I'm, I'm interested in bets, but... So Lowry's looking for an angle to wear a bra into a bar is what I'm getting out of. And I said no because I don't want to subject him to that. Like, I don't want to give him an outlet to... Like, if he wants to do it on his own, go ahead. If, if he really has that craving deep down, he'll wind up at a bar with a bra on. Yeah. And he'll come up with some other... Oh, like, it was Halloween two weeks ago. I'm going to wear a bra to a bar like today. He was, actually, um, he was wearing Tori, Johnny's girlfriend Tori's heels around our apartment for close to an hour at a pregame. Uh, last weekend, I think, and it was just like... Oh, because it's funny. It was, it, was, yeah. it was maybe funny at some point, um, but I don't know what point. So ultimately, we just settled on the loser names their team after the other person, which is fine for me because I wasn't going to name... My, I wasn't going to have to lose, so no worries there. But that's, that's my power rankings. Like I said, top two and then a big cut. But that leads me into the next segment, which is a little fun. It's... What made AJ cry this week? Uh, and th- this is always hard because there's so many things to choose from. Um, this particular week, uh, Ben was telling me a story that Meatball... Oh, yeah. So AJ texted Meatball saying, you're being mean to me. Something along those lines. Uh, he said, stop being a fucking asshole, man. There's banter and then there's being a dick. And I think that was in related to Meatball saying something about his points for, or points against, points for. His lack of points for, I think. So It yeah. might have even been his points against. I, whatever it was, AJ was upset. It was Meatball's fault. He's probably going to be more upset. So but the answer to what made AJ cry this week was Meatball. 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 This week it was, it was Meatball who made AJ cry. Okay. So that's fun. 
so now we got a little thing, and we're going to get the hashtags going. I don't know how we, if we determined a way to vote for you guys, but we can figure something out. Uh, it's called hashtag let the people decide. Okay, so, um, you know, typical Wednesday night, baseball, October, text, text the, the boys that live in Southie, like, do you want to go, do you want to get together, watch the game, do something? Um, Ryan replies right away, uh, oh, we're, like, getting a crew together, we're going out to this bar, like, should be good, you're going to have a few sudsy ones, and... I think you said frothy beer? Fro- frothy something, and fresh meat, which is, like, I thought he was just kind of, like, throwing out the bench or something, like, all right, yeah, like, sounds good, like, Ben and I are going to do the podcast, and we'll meet you out, like, looking forward to it, watch, uh, watch Mad Bum against, uh... Synagogue, like what a night with what a night of like baseball banter. Literally, you know, like twenty minutes later, he's like, "Oh, like never mind, like that was a fib." And personally, like I was like, "Oh, like I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. I didn't get to watch baseball with my buddies in October." Um, but Dave was of the mindset that it was it was me being foolish that. Um, I should never have believed that Ryan would have wanted to hang out with me. Now, the direct quote was, think we've got a good group going to Steffi's on Broadway. Um, Aiden said that place actually looks really good. And Ryan said, probs pound some frothy pints at Steffi's with the fresh blood. Which, hindsight... It was a little little questionable. A little questionable, but just a simple question was posed. Anybody doing anything for the game tonight? And that's, that's how he responded. He said that. Like, it's not an unreasonable question. Yes, it's Wednesday. Yes, we have work tomorrow. But, like, we're out and about. We've got work tomorrow. There's playoff baseball, and playoffs are always a special occasion. So we're going to do a hashtag let the people decide. Um, if you think that I was in the wrong for wanting to – or for thinking that Brian anyone, was serious. Would, anyone would want to hang out with me, um, you should go on and retweet Zucker's last tweet. Um, if you think that – I'm just an idiot for not realizing that Ryan had thrown out the fishing line and I bit the hook bait, hook bait and sinker. Uh, please go on and favorite Zucker's last tweet. No, I'm just going to pause right there because I think both of those options were that you were wrong. Yeah, so... <laughs> so I think you meant to say Ryan's wrong for... Uh, for... for, for <laughs> False for lying to me about getting me for getting me excited. All right, let me let me step in here. If you think that Ryan was in the wrong for attempting to fish a fellow league member into reeling them in and making them believe that he would actually want to go out during the week, favorite Jared Zucker's last tweet. If you think Paul is in the wrong for trying to get anyone out during the week and believing Ryan, then go ahead and retweet Zucker's last tweet. I might have done the same thing. I don't know. But okay. you get the point. Well, and, I mean, the, you the, the kicker here is uh, Zucker has deleted his Twitter, so you can't really do either of those. Um, so it doesn't really matter what the responses are either way. Um, okay, so moving on to our next segment. Probably our final segment. Um, which is a little segment we like to call, Are We Friends with Pete and Nick? Uh, ben, have you heard from Nick? Uh, I've seen him in, on tagging some Facebook pictures, but I haven't actually like heard from him in person in quite some time. Okay. Uh, what about Pete? You talk to Pete still? No, I don't. I, Pete lives pretty close, and he never talks to me. Does he live close? Where does he live? I think he's still. I think he's still in Lynn. I'm pretty sure. Is but, Lynn near Southie? I don't really know geography. Uh, it's close enough. So um, yeah, I, do, I are we friends with Pete Nick? 
All right. I mean, Zucker and Nick are from like a similar area, right? Because Zucker just came out here last weekend. Yeah. So maybe they could carpool. They could have carpooled. They usually carpooled at events, right? Yep. Hmm. Well, that makes me think. Are you guys friends with us? Come on. Come hang out. Yeah. We're good people. Sometimes. Okay. Well, that's... That'll do it for segments. Just, uh... Really want to wrap up by talking about how pumped I am that football's on every Sunday. There's nothing I like more than being hungover and watching football. Not getting off the couch, going to grab $40 worth of food and beer for my friends, and then only using, like, one bag of chips. So now I, now I got some stuff left over for this weekend, which is great. Uh, ooh. But, yeah, everyone, like, who's around, come in. There's a bunch of us in Southie, Ben's in. Brighton. Brighton. Um, Meatball's been in a bunch of times. Zucker's been in a bunch of times. Something coming up this week, actually, if you guys are into immediate fun. Uh, Clemson plays BC on Friday. Uh, I think I'm going to go to that tailgate. I think Paul's going to the tailgate. I might actually wind up at the game. You are going to the game, right? I believe so, yeah. It's a good chance to see Deshaun Watson in person if you want to see future NFL quarterbacks play live before their future NFL has started. And if not, just come for the tailgate. Tailgates are fun. BC tailgates are not as not fun as BC is. Uh, did I phrase that right? I that think so. That was a nice double negative sprinkled in there. Make sure our West Coast listeners are still paying attention. Hey, Mikey. <laughs> hope everything's well out there. I enjoy your uh, one or two Snapchats a week of uh, a large flapjack with chocolate chips generally. You get those? Yeah. I don't, Mitch, where are my Snapchats? It's, it's very few and far between, but it's like usually like a big pancake on like a Sunday morning. No excuses for me because I'm at the top, of, unless like... I don't know what my name is in your contacts, but I feel like I should be it's, towards the It's top. not often, but when I get on my treasure room, maybe maybe it's something I just keep replaying in my head and only happen once or something. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I'm hoping you're coming out for some kind of winter break type thing, Mitch. So Christmas. Uh, Christmas, yeah. There's no winter break. For Hanukkah listeners out there. For all the Hanukkah listeners, sure. Uh, and then, yeah, oh, one other thing. Mark your calendars. December 3rd, UCF plays UMass, not in football, in basketball, something we're good-ish at. So for the fifth straight year, we're going to say UMass is going to be good at basketball this year. Um, I'm going to listen. I'm going to say it. So this one UMass beat reporter tweeted out that historically UMass has had some pretty good dunking teams, which even when we're bad, we're good at dunking, right? We're, they all-oops, AJ. They're really good at all-oops. We're, we're very athletic. He said... This year is just quote unquote silly how good and athletic they are, and they've got they've got the names for it. We've got a unique, we've got a Bryson, we've got a Dijon, we've got a Tiern, I think it is T Y R N, and then we have a Chris. Those are all our new players. So we're going for the all academic uh, <laughs> yeah, we're team go- this year. We are, I think, uh, perfect GPAs across the board. And they'll it seems like a team that'll really be able to learn an offense. Um, Josh Brown is their tutor, so they're yeah. going to go far. Put it into put it into play and um, but really yeah. just lull the competition to sleep. We missed homecoming this year. Let's let's do something back at the school. Let's have ourselves like one night out. Maybe I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out. But let's at least get back out to Amherst. Let's go to that game, December third. It's a Saturday. It's a one p.m. game. UCF's a real school. It's not like a coastal Florida Atlantic Tech school. So should be a goodish game. I think we're gonna be pretty decent. But it's a good excuse to get back there, and yeah, that's all I got there. for you. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, I think it's it's been a first co- uh, good first quarter of the season. Um, just want to kind of say it's good to see everyone. Everyone should come by whenever you can. Um, 
everyone's in Boston now. And it's been it's been an honor filling the throne that is that of uh, David Gaglio. I know that it's a large chair to fill. Um, it's been an honor being on here tonight. Uh, it's not something I get to do all the time. Um, look forward to Dave taking back over the helm next week. Yeah, so that, I think that's all we've got. I'm looking for a closing song. Do you have any suggestions for the for the people? Um, so, know, something to play you out as you end your commute? Uh, sure, let's look for something. Oh, you're on Spotify. This one's for you, Aiden.